0: Welcome to the Transum podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello, and welcome to podcast number 71. Can you believe that? Podcast number 71? The months seem to fly by. I think as you get older, time passes quicker. I'm not sure why, Anyway, let's be more positive and start with our Puzzle of the Month, as usual. Here we go. A train leaves Aberdale, bound for Bluffington, and travels at 90 kilometres per hour. At the same time, another train leaves Bluffington, bound for Aberdale, and travels at 110 kilometres per hour. So the question is, how far will the trains be apart half an hour before they meet? Okay, you have thinking time. The answer will be at the end of the podcast. And in the meantime, I'll tell you what's been going on on the website during this past month of September. So, first of all, I would like to say that I think the number-dragging puzzles that are on the Transom website give pupils a totally different way of solving problems um, compared to the pencil and paper methods. I mean, they can move numbers into different positions, check the effect they have, and then very easily rearrange them. Whereas, if they were doing it with pencil and paper, unless they were using a rubber, maybe, it's a bit more difficult to quickly cycle through many different ideas. Well, with all that build-up, there's a new one, and it's called PowerShift. It's um, it's another number-arranging puzzle, as I've said, and it involves three powers. Now, when I say three powers, I'm using the word power in this context to mean a number, or a base, and an index, a little small number up to the top right. So the whole thing is called a power. So we have three powers, that involves six digits. And the pupils are challenged to make the smallest or the largest possible totals um, by adding together these three powers. And the the levels after that ask the pupils to make specific totals, again using the numbers from 1 to 6. So, at the time of recording this podcast, like right now, 64 trophies have been awarded to, to people completing various levels, so have a go and see if you can earn a trophy for that yourself. By the way, all the links for the things I'm talking about in this podcast are at transom.org newsletter. Right, the next new item to have appeared on the website this last month is called Donut Dissection. It is an original puzzle dreamed up by a Transom subscriber, can you believe? It is hoped that by doing this puzzle, pupils will see that finding the prime factors of the given targets is useful in creating the sets of three factors that are required to obey the donut directives or the rules of the uh, the puzzle. Um, so basically, you need to find three numbers that multiply together to give you the total inside the donut. Um, but on a lo- each of the four edges of the donut, you need a different set of three numbers. You really need to see it to understand it. So go and have a look at donut dissection and see if you can do it. You can find Transum Mathematics at www.transum.org. Quotient Master is the sequel to the enormously popular Tables Master program. Both of these programs focus on the speed of recall of table facts, and they both encourage pupils to improve on their personal best scores. But the Quotient Master Gives you basically the product and one of the divisors, and you have to work out the other. So it's times tables backwards, I suppose. Um, and when you've finished answering the 20 questions, you get a detailed breakdown of how long it took you to recall each of the times tables facts so that you can um, focus on remembering the less well known facts more quickly. That's called Quotient Master. Okay, a new level 2 has been added to the angles in a triangle exercise. So now we've got level 1, which is just basically a bit more mental arithmetic really, is finding the missing angle of a triangle, very straightforward, nothing very uh, tricky. But then in level 2, we have some interesting questions where you have to think outside the box a little bit in order to find the solution. Couple of the questions you do need a bit of basic algebra to get by, but it's a bit more interesting and tests this knowledge of the angles in a triangle sum to 180 degrees in an interesting way. There's also a new video to go with that exercise, which can be found in the help tab. And in fact, there've also been new videos made for indices and differentiation. And both of those are in the help tabs for the related online exercises. Don't forget, this month is October, so at the end of the month, the starter of the day, celebrates the dubious festival of Halloween. Five themed problems, um, a little bit scarily presented, and they show that mathematics doesn't have to take itself too seriously. Not for pupils who are easily scared. Well, at least don't have the volume turned up too loud on your computer, as there are some scary noises as the pupils solve the problems. I remember many years ago some people saying that a ruler was a king or queen and the graduated stick used to measure line segments should be referred to as a rule. And I was never really very keen on that. But now I've discovered that in the dictionary both rule and ruler have one of their many definitions. Something along the lines of a straight, usually graduated strip or cylinder of wood used to draw lines or measure distances. So consequently, I will happily continue to use the word ruler despite the fact that actually elsewhere on the web I've found other definitions that say a rule is a ruler with graduation starting at its edge whereas a ruler's graduation's begin a little way in from the edge. I always thought that little way in from the edge was the uh, the chewing space if for uh, people who like to chew their rulers. Anyway, who knew? <laughs> okay, so there are lots of other differences of opinion regarding mathematical vocabulary, as I'm sure you know, and I'm recording my preferences in the style guide. It's a record of standards, preferences and conventions that I will be using when developing content for the transom web pages. Again, the link to the style guide is in transom.org slash newsletter. Um, so maybe you could leave a comment on the style guide as to your preferences for some of these could be ambiguous terms, I suppose. Finding resources on the transom website has never been easier because Well, the most effective tool is the Topics page, I guess. You choose the topic that you're interested in, click on the link, and then you'll get to the individual page on that topic. Take a bit of time to get to know your way around that page. Um, One section that's sometimes missed is the Curriculum section that allows you to fine-tune your searching by age group and learning objective. But if all else fails, there is a big search page. I've made it look a bit like the the Google search page, very sparsely um, decorated (laughs) with just a big search box in the middle. And searching by one word is usually better because the Transom search engine isn't as clever as Google's. So just type in one word and you should get the result that you're looking for. So finally here is the answer to the puzzle of the month about the trains traveling between Aberdale and Bluffington. Now if you add the speeds of the trains together you'll get the relative speed that they are approaching each other. So 90 plus 110 will give 200. So they're hurtling towards each other at 200 kilometers per hour. So in that last half an hour, they will travel half that distance, which is 100 kilometres. So the answer is, the trains will be 100 kilometres apart, half an hour before they meet. Okay, that's all from me. Enjoy October and stay safe. Bye.